Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Doman along with Jay Foreman. This is the fifth quarter coming to you from the Acres Broadcast Center inside Memorial Stadium. Well, it was dramatic, but in the end, it's not a happy ending for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Game number three, a wild one offensively. More than 1,200 yards of total offense combined between Nebraska and Georgia Southern. 87 combined points put on the scoreboard, but unfortunately, it's the Big Red falling tonight. A dramatic finish, a missed 52-yard field goal attempt as time comes to a close in Georgia Southern. Out of the Sun Belt Conference defeats Nebraska by a final score of 45 to 42. Coming up, Matt Cotney will have scores and highlights. We'll hear from Nebraska head football coach Scott Frost and a whole lot more coming your way on the fifth quarter show. Jay, we had a, a pretty dramatic game a week ago, one that was tied 7 all at halftime. Nebraska comes back to defeat North Dakota. This game tied at halftime as well, but in the end, Nebraska just could not get the final points it needed to extend the game. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, a back-and-forth type of game. I mean, uh, Georgia Southern, you got to give them credit. They came in here and had no fear. You know, everybody thought, you know, it was a fluke that they scored 63 points uh, in their first game, scored 45 today. And, you know, to be honest, they could, they gave away, I mean, what they turned the ball over both two times in the red zone. Uh, you know, a couple good plays by Buford. And, uh, you know, you got to think that it might have got 10 more, 10 more points. So, um you, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's I'm pretty speechless. I guess numb to it. Um, I'm obviously surprised, embarrassed, and you know, angry and all that stuff. It's just, uh, man. I would. I mean, three weeks ago, I guess before the season, if you would ever told me that we'd be one and two, I would laugh at you. You know, two and one. Okay, you know, that that okay, I could get with. Then we're you know playing Oklahoma the next week. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's a lot of self-inflicted wounds. Um, there's plenty of blame to go around, uh, but at the end of the day, it's you know, it's you're losing. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, and and it's hard to get up here and say you you can't lose to Georgia Southern because when you watch them play. They're a real football team. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, they're, I mean to be honest, I mean their defense isn't very good. Um, you know, it just was this thing that you know, the, almost kind of like the last team that has the ball. And, and here's what you understand: when you have a game that kind of goes down to the fourth quarter, like last week did, it was 17-17 going into fourth quarter, yep. I think. And then Nebraska scored. North Dakota wasn't able to answer. Nebraska scored again up 14. And then the North Dakota got desperate. The last touchdown is kind of a throwaway touchdown, right? You know, when you kind of keep going back to the well like that, right, where you think like, okay, I can, you know, for people that like gamble, the analogy is the poker, when you just, okay, well, I'm down to my last 10 bucks. Okay, I hit on a, a, on a two queen or, you know, a 10 and a queen. And then you get 21. Okay, then you're back up, right? You keep trying to do that. The odds are it's not going to work. And, you know, that's just, you know, that's my, I guess, the best analogy I could give. It's, a, it's. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm right now, to be honest with you, it's um, <laughs> uh, more than speechless. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I'm angry. I'm upset. Um you know, look, I'm not the coach. You know, I'm not playing. Um, so I'm upset and angry at the, for the players. Um, and I just don't – I mean, we, we, I mean, 
like I said, I, I've never, I don't want to come off like arrogant. You know what I'm saying? But no way, no way in the world. This, you get what I'm saying? This oh, game yeah, shouldn't yeah, be happening. It, it, so I mean, I'm trying to tough. say it. I'm trying to say it, and I got the, I got a ton of respect for Coach Helton, because here's what you, you, when you look at Coach Helton and what he had to coach through at, at USC, you know what that man is built of, and he won a Rose Bowl. He turned him around, and he kind of was always on borrowed time. Didn't have to coach. I'm sure he could have went plenty places and been a defensive coordinator or a position coach, right? Mm -hmm. But he chose to go to Georgia Southern, a, a, a place off the beaten path. I mean, he could have probably went to a power fire school and been a defensive coach, right? Or in some form. Of, I mean, let's be honest, right? But he chose to start over. What that told me is, is he felt like the ending at USC wasn't above board. He had a lot to prove. And for him to go in here and turn them around like that and, and look like a tidy type of type of team, that lets you know he's coaching for real. So in Georgia Southern, you knew they were going to have some athletes. I mean, they're down in Georgia. Mm -hmm. Now, they might have guys that are inch too small or, like, instead of being 185, they might be 165 coming out of high school. So they might be a two-star instead of a three or, you know, vice versa or whatever you call it. But they got football players. And um, they came in and competed. Um and they won the game. I mean, um, you know, they just, you know, whether they scored the last or they just, you know, they, uh, you know, they outplayed us, you know, to be honest with you. Well, Nebraska certainly put together a, a big fight down the end with that monster drive that uh, uh, gave them a chance to win the game and the, with that 98-yard drive for the touchdown but left too much time on the clock. And Georgia Southern marches down the field, gets the points they need to win at 45-42. Much more to come on the fifth quarter show. Welcome back to the fifth quarter show alongside Jay Foreman. I'm Bill Dolman. Nebraska loses to Georgia Southern tonight by a score of 45-42 in an offensive slugfest. Again, more than 1,200 yards in total offense combined with both teams, 87 points. And uh, in the end, it's uh, Georgia Southern getting a, a late touchdown to go ahead. Nebraska misses a 52-yard field goal try with time expiring. No Alex Henry magic against Colorado that we saw a decade ago. And the Huskers fall to 1-2 and two on the 2022 campaign. Georgia Southern improves to 2-0. and oh. Some numbers on the day. Casey Thompson, uh, quite a day, 23, quite a night for 34. 318 yards, a touchdown, and ran in for three. Anthony Grant, another 100-yard day, 27 carries, 138 yards, and a touchdown. And how about A.J. Allen? Eight carries and 76 yards, and some of those coming in very key moments in the second half as Nebraska battled back. And uh, some of that uh, big 98-yard drive that resulted in a touchdown that Unfortunately for the Big Red, left too much time on the clock for the Eagles, uh, the final 3.05. Nebraska 5.75 in total yards. Uh, mentioned the numbers for passing for Casey Thompson. 2.57 on the ground, and the Husker ground game is powered by Sat Brothers. So with 257 yards on the ground, that means fans can receive 25 cents off each gallon of gas tomorrow at Sat Brothers Travel Centers. Redeem inside before fueling. Details at sapbros.net. Husker ground game powered by Sat Brothers. And a reminder to download the Runza mobile app today. Create an account and start earning rewards. Do something smart with your smartphone. Runza makes it all better. And after what we saw, maybe a Runza would make it better right about uh, now. Well, Jay, uh, we could hear in the, the tone of your voice uh, earlier about uh, how you're feeling, and uh, you speak for 
your former teammates and Husker Nation, it, another one-score loss, still early on in the season. If you're a player and you're in that locker room now and you battle back and you, and you get put yourself in a position to, to extend the game, maybe win the game, how are you feeling now after another close, unfortunate setback? Uh, I mean, after this game, you talking about after this game? <laughs> well, yeah, after this, this game, game three, after, this, after, this, after this game, if I'm on the team, I'm embarrassed, flat out. And and this is not look. I mean, I I love the kids and I want the best for them. But at the end of the day, you, you know, you should be embarrassed. You can, I mean, yeah, you'd be mad and all this other stuff. But I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I wouldn't want, I, I wouldn't want to hear uh, you guys are close as one score game. This is Georgia Southern, all right. I mean, like I said, I'm saying this, but then I'm also saying I'm giving them respect because they came in and they brought it to us. They did. They deserved to win the game. You know, it's it's kind of reminiscent, and you go back uh, twenty plus years when when Louisiana Tech came in. Right. You know, not LSU, not one of the big names, but a team that's got good athletes. Yeah. Troy came in and played a couple of, a few years back and played well. Uh, uh, South yeah, I mean, Alabama, McNeese State, Arkansas McNeese State. State took Nebraska all the way down to Amir Abdul essentially won the game. Right, right, right. So it can happen. Um, but the way that they lost, though, is different, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you know, offensively, anytime you score, what do you say, 42 points, you should win. I mean, if you if you decide you're going to have 42 points a game and you're going to score 40 point, 42 points like they did, you should win. You know, if you you know it's different. You you know you only score twenty eight and you score fourteen late. Late. I mean, this was consistent scoring all game. So then defensively, you got to win this game. And yeah, they got athletes, right? I mean, it's not again. I'm not taking anything from them. They got they're well coached. They got a good scheme. But doesn't mean you get beat. Um, so the best thing that they can do, uh, and the only thing that they can do, is dive into the details and how you got beat. Embrace it, own it, and get right back to work because it's not going to get any easier. They can't go back and change this game. There's a lot of reg- I'm, I'm assuming, and I'd like to, it, it, there's a lot of regret in that locker room, right? So there, there's an old saying that the, the pain of discipline only lasts a short time. The pain of regret sometimes can last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm sure there's some, you know, guys in there that are questioning some of the stuff that they could have done better. And that's the, and then you got to address those. You can't change it. Just get you got to work towards never happening again and just get better as a football team. I mean, they you know, they they have to understand the way that they're going to win this year has to be a we type of win. Team defense, consistent in team offense and team inconsistent special teams. We don't have a Grant Wistrom, a Jason Peter, an Dominican Sue, or a Levante David, or um, Randy Gregory. Or you, we don't have we don't have that right, especially on defense. Offensively, we got some guys that really you know we got I think Anthony Grant and AJ Allen are pretty good backs, and Casey's been playing pretty good court. But we don't have like the you know, the same type of receivers like a Julio Jones and stuff where you could throw it to him and he can just break a ton of tackles. So 
they have to understand that we, you know, we can't afford to be off schedule. I think the penalties were high again for the second week in a row. Ten for seventy-seven. Yeah, exactly. So that stymies you in any type of, uh, you know, momentum you can get at times. And then, you know, we won the turnover battle, so that makes this loss even worse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, but again, I'm sure there's there's pain in that locker room like no other, because you start the season and you have high hopes and very early in this season we haven't reached those goals so this is when you have to reset reevaluate self-scout and embrace it you're, you're going to be dealing with some heat now okay so don't you know this i said it like this can't be <laughs> the media hates us the media says the media doesn't want to win you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's, that's that that cannot be your you know, mantra. Okay. Yeah. They're on us. Actually, you know what? We deserve it. Start taking accountability for it. You get what I'm saying? Yep. That actually makes the healing process a little, I mean, there was times like, you know, I remember calling my dad a few times like, Oh man, you know, you know, you know, I mean, you know, Gary Walker, if Gary Walker would have stayed in his gap, but he was like, Hey man, when are you going to start talking about you not playing up to your your expectation of playing good? And I, I said, you know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you can't go to your dad and say, well, you just don't understand. Right. Because he did. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that too, right? But he, he's watching the game. He's like, hey, don't worry about anybody else. Worry about you. Right? I remember the game. He said, hey, man, you missed two tackles. So you didn't do – you were not perfect. Right? Right. So it's got to be a lot of that. Um the best thing they also can do is stick together, but stick together the right way, you know, and, and say, look, we, we have, you know, this has got, you know, no more playing games now, okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, this isn't time to be, you know, enjoy practice, you know, because you should love football. It's going to be hard. There's going to be a lot of angst in that probably first practice, you know, because you're going to be like, dang, we just laid an egg out here, and it's kind of reminiscent of Dublin and Ireland. But at the end of the day, Regardless, they have to do it together. And I think if once they, once everybody, you know, it'd be really neat to see if everybody could just kind of sit there and watch the game together, like the whole team, watch it together and feel it. You know what I mean? Feel yeah. the anxiety, know what's coming, and all this other stuff, right? So you're kind of looking at each other like, man, you know, Jay, you, you know, you missed that tackle. Offensive guys. And then you just go through it together. Oh, Bill, you missed that block, right? Right. So now we're in this together. And then we're going to leave the locker room together and we're going to go work at it together, right? If they get that type of mentality, you could turn the season around and very easily make a lot of improvements on where they're at. And, and again, it's probably really frustrating because a lot of it is self-inflicted. Two guys in the same gap, missing tackles. and. Granted, they have good athletes, so you're going to miss tackles, right? Um, but when you're missing tackles and not close, I would ask you, are your eyes open? Are, are, you're, we have two good of athletes to miss. I mean, if Robinson from Texas, the running back from Texas, mm-hmm. or Henderson from Ohio State, or even Muhammad from Minnesota, and all these other running backs were, 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 were toting the pill. And again, I'm saying this, I'm not taking any – thing away from these two young men that were running the ball at uh, Georgia Southern. But I will say they're not the guys that I mentioned. We are missing these guys by a, like a, by a mile. Well, you, you consider Gerald Green 
had 10 carries for 132 yards. Jalen White, 17 carries for 85 yards. So not a lot of carries because they threw the ball 56 times, but still big numbers. So those are yards after first contact, yards getting into open field. Yeah, a lot of of plays that weren't impeded from their progress. And again, I would say this, you know, when you go out to the transfer portal, you get guys. So you can go get a junior from said university. You can go get a sophomore from said university. But the inexperience of playing together, I think, is what we're seeing as well. Because, you know, playing in a different system is one thing. But coming here and playing in this system or any new system takes a while. It's no different in the NFL when you you see guys that were really good at uh, – well, perfect. I always talk about Adelius Thomas when he was at uh, Baltimore. Was it literally like – Everybody was like, that's a Bill Belichick type of player. He can rush the passer. He can cover a back. He can, you know, makes plays in the passing game. Well, he goes up to New England and he never gets out of neutral because it's a whole new system Mm -hmm. and a whole different type of players that are playing around and different expectations, right? Right. Um, And that's what, and so this right now, you got a lot of guys that are veteran on the the sheet of paper, but they don't have a lot of. uh, you know uh, continuity yet. and that's where you see some a little bit of the gaping holes and stuff like that and that's just part of the the deal it's not like they came up uh from a say like a red shirt freshman a red shirt sophomore um like okay jojo doman goes to the nfl and this guy had been in this system for two or three years mm-hmm. like he's kind of you know, like you know, i mean you know devin drew's been here for well what uh, august right so it's barely over a month you know what i mean and when came in the spring i think or mm-hmm. something so it's like two, you know, it's months and we're not talking about years. So there is a difference there. So that's when they people try to compare our defense to any other defenses that, that might be young and they can kind of operate a little bit better versus ours where we're kind of, you know, still like uh, piecing together, you know, the, I guess the quote unquote transfer portal slash free agency uh, period. But at the end of the day, there's still no excuse to, you know, to play with the way that they did. Well, you, you talk about expectations when you come in to any program. When expectations are met, then you build consistency. When you build consistency, you build chemistry, chemistry, trust. And then maybe you can go try and make a play because you know the guy you've been playing with for a while, where he might be, what he might do, and you build that yeah. That trust uh, that, that grows over the course of uh, a time, and it certainly is, is a different era. You know, Jay, I'm, I'm thinking about this. When we come down to do the show and we talk about the game, you, you always think about these key moments and key plays. We need to make sure we talk about that. And Matt Coatney will have all of the highlights, and there are highlights and lowlights, and he's got a lot of work to do when he does that. And then we listen to what you know Scott Frost has to say after the game, but it just feels like you know how he said it, what he said. This just feels like one big theme that there's it's what happened in the game it's what the final score is and what scott's demeanor was in the post game it's just there's just really one big thing to talk about and that's yeah. the final I mean, result I think, I mean, is not what nebraska wanted it to be right i mean look he's you know probably spent you know when you're coaching you know and he works he's you know he's coaching so he's you know kind of structuring these kids during the week and hoping they go out and execute so, you you know, you don't have a lot of control over it. That's why, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's the coach's fault. Well, I mean, the players are out there playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think anybody – I don't think uh, Mark Whipple or Shenander called the defense and, or offense or defense and said, hey, let's – you know, all right, here we go. Well, you know, pro right, you know, 75, play don't work on one. Or, <laughs> you know, over defense, cover four, 
let's get beat on you know ready ready break so i think um you know that's the hard part about coaching you know he's frustrated i'm sure he's you know kind of you know spinning his wheels a little bit but at this point it's right it is what it is we've had a ton of influx of new players right Mm -hmm. individual players and all of them are good kids, and they're all team guys. So and it's they all not, be here. and they all want to be here. So it's not like we got a, a whole bunch of bad apples and kind of didn't go after the right guys. But it just take this is a, a growing pains to the umpteenth degree. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's an inopportune time, also, where the pressure of the program or pressure of the status of the the program, and where you know it's kind of boom or bust if everything meshed quickly. So we're in a different uh, position. It's taking some time. So that's where you're seeing, you know, just different points of both sides of the ball, offense and defense, that look real patchy. And when you're playing against a team that has a good plan for you and had a good plan at attack and always kept you on the heels, it's kind of like, in a, if you, you know, I used to always watch boxing and you'd always see the, like the, the favorite come in, dominant. But then he fights it. Styles make fights, right? And he all, and then you see the underdog kind of always keep him off with the counter punch. Then the you know the power puncher make a little run, and then he get back to what he's doing. So, you know, I think just the inexperience of a lot of the players. You got to think you got two new safeties, right? That hadn't you know you know up and before this year hadn't played at all. I mean, spot duty here and there, right? Uh-huh. Hadn't played at all. And the guys that played before him, you know, they logged a lot of games started and practice reps. Two new safeties, a new corner, right? Um, O'Shawn Mathis is new, um, and two new D, D linemen. That's just on the defense, right? And then you got a freshman starting at inside linebacker in the Big Ten, who this at this point in time last year, right, was playing. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Class B fo- high school football, <laughs> yeah. right? And that and it's you know what? You give him a ton of credit to come in, embrace it physically be ready and mentally be ready and be coached up and give the coaches a credit to coach them up enough to feel comfortable to throw them out there. But at the end of the day, last year you were playing high school football. Now you're playing in high-pressure situations, not only for you personally, but for the defense, and then on top of that, the team and the program. And you were playing high school football last year. It's a big step for him, um, but you know he's done it. But that's just a, another example of the inexperience. And then the offensive guys, all of them are pretty much new. So, um, you know, you know, right now, you know, it's just uh, a tough time for those you know players and coaches, and I feel for them because uh, losing isn't fun. You know, and uh, you know that you know you play sports and do stuff to win, and that's what makes it fun. And right now, you know. You know, they haven't found a lot of ways to win. Well, what's also fun is taking on a rival. And what better way to refocus after uh, tonight's tough loss to Georgia Southern than to get back at it and go to work and get ready to take on the Oklahoma Sooners next Saturday right here in Lincoln at Memorial Stadium. That game will be an early start, 11 o'clock Central Time, and a chance for Nebraska to renew its rivalry with its – a team that you, you hated to love and loved to hate in the Oklahoma Sooners, so that'll be on uh, Saturday. But tonight, tough night for Nebraska, falling to 1-2 on the 2022 season. 45-42 is the final score. Nebraska loses to Georgia Southern. Welcome back inside the Huskers locker room. A disappointed group. Huskers drop a three-point game to, to Georgia Southern. It, this was just a case you couldn't get the brakes put on that team's offense. Yeah, I give them a ton of credit. Um, I didn't see that coming. Um, 
Yeah, watching them on tape and knowing who our defense is, I thought we'd have a lot more success than that. But you're not going to win very many games giving up 45 points. The flip side, you did move the ball. You put 42 points on the board. You did some really good things on that side of the football. Yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of surprised. Um, you know, I thought it would take a while for our offense to gel, running some new things and with some new faces. And um, thought the defense was going to be really solid. And, and I hope they still are, but we certainly weren't tonight. Valentino's a slice of home you just can't get anywhere else. What started with a treasured family recipe in Lincoln, Nebraska has become a classic Italian tradition for 65 years. We've got more with the head coach coming up next. Looking for ways to get more for what you grow? Central Valley Ag can help you grow value-added grain. Central Valley Ag, the official ag co-op of Husker Nation. Nebraska drops a 45-42 game to Georgia Southern. What they ran, was that what you planned? Did they pull stuff out that you hadn't seen from them? What what, what was the thought? You know, I, I got to watch the tape to really know, uh, but it was a lot of what they do. You know, it's air raid, it's a lot of tunnel screens and bubbles and slants and, and quick throws. They did a good job getting that ball out of the quarterback's hand, so we couldn't get to get to him with pressure, and, and our coverage wasn't good enough. The big runs are what really disappoints me. Um, so uh, there's obviously a lot to fix. Got a couple turnovers. You, you, you win the turnover battle, but still it wasn't enough in the end. Casey Thompson's numbers are really solid, 23 of 34. You, the, the last 30 seconds, talk about that drive, and at least you gave yourself a chance to kick it through. Yeah, you know, we wish we'd had 10 more seconds the way we were moving the ball. Um, but, you know, we were trying to take time, a little time off the clock on the drive before to see how little we could leave them. And uh, plain and simple, we, you got to get a stop, and, and we didn't get very many stops all night. 52-yard attempt, is that about the edge of Timmy's range? Yeah, it was real close to whether we went with Timmy or went with uh, Frankie. And um, looked like there was enough distance. Uh, we pulled a little left. It, hard to say. Nothing goes better with Husker Sports and Fairbury. Fairbury premium quality hot dogs deliver the home game experience to your family and friends. Fairbury, the official hot dog of Husker Nation. Back with some final thoughts from the head coach next. Acres Ag Day is presented in part by Valley, the leader in advancing agricultural productivity from the first center pivots in 1954 to the latest precision ag technology of today. Nebraska drops a game to Georgia Southern. You have one more non-conference game against Oklahoma. A lot of fanfare about that. A great history between the two programs. And last year was a heck of a game in Norman. I know it's that, that should get your guys motivated to know you got the Sooners coming in. I hope so. We need to play better on uh, both sides of the ball or, or it's going to be a track meet. And um, that offense certainly in Norman can put up a lot of points. So we better be ready to score and we better play what, uh, better than we did tonight on defense. Right. Have a good week. Thanks. Comments to the head coach of the, of the Huskers. Our conversation with Coach Frost has been sponsored by Valentino's, a slice of home you just can't get anywhere else. We've got more post game coming up next. Welcome into the locker room show. I'm Jessica Cootie here with Casey Thompson. Well, obviously it's a team game and not the outcome that you want, but for the offense, 575 yards, a total offense, no turnovers. Seemed like you guys really were able to get into a good rhythm. How did it feel out there for the offense? It felt good. I mean, the offensive line, receivers, running backs, me as a quarterback, I mean, we felt comfortable, comfortable and confident the whole game. Um, just trying to play one play at a time, one one drive at a time. And I mean, we knew in the first quarter that we were gonna have to score almost every chance that we got. I mean, our goal was to literally score every possession that we got, but yeah, it was a positive to how many, five over 500 yards of offense, no turnovers, 42 points. I mean, that's a good day. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, the team that scores most points wins the game, so gotta score more points. 
Uh, it's still a long season and just three games in. So what's the approach? How do you keep this team up and knowing that there's still plenty of games to play? Yeah, I mean, it's third game of the season. Um, we have a, a long season ahead of us. But I told the guys in the locker room, adversity reveals character. So I uh, just have to stay positive and focus on doing our jobs and control uh, the controllables. You got a big opportunity coming up next week. I know it means a lot to you personally, too. So, how do you guys kind of close a chapter and get ready to go move on to the next one? Uh, just time. I mean, watch the film tonight, come in tomorrow, watch the film. Uh, Monday, move on, prepare for Oklahoma. Appreciate your time. Thank you. That is Casey Thompson in the locker room show. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back into the locker room show. Jessica Cootie here with Garrett Nelson. Well, tough one, man. What was um, the issue with not being able to, to stop Georgia Southern's offense tonight? Yeah, they did a lot of spread. Uh, obviously, they were spread in RPO offense. Um, just kind of missed fitting gaps and missed uh, fitting runs, or sorry, passes. Um, you know, when you got an offense like that, you just got to rally the ball and understand what you're getting. Um, just kind of getting your eyes all over the place is where we struggled uh, back end and front end. So, um, you know, got to watch the film and understand uh, that type of offense. And we, you know, we knew what was coming. So, uh, just got to be your hardest critique when you're watching. As a leader, as a captain, what's your message to this team to, you know, close a chapter and move on from this one? You just got to stay positive. I mean, you got to be the steady drum beat. You can't be too up or too down. So uh, just keep showing up, doing your job. Um, talk to the boys and be honest with what we're doing and what we're putting on the field. And then just uh, with a big opportunity ahead, how good is that that, you know, there is another opportunity ahead that you guys can look forward to to come out and uh, bounce back from this one? Great thing about football, you get a new game every week. So uh, bounce back, watch that film, understand we're probably going to get the same offense um, from Oklahoma, more spread style uh, uh, offense like that. So watch the film, be honest, uh, fix mistakes, and uh, be ready for that offense coming up next week. Thanks for your time. Thank you.